0: hello friends today we're going to be reading acts chapter 9. as always before we begin let us go ahead and pray over the word that we'll receive today dear heavenly father lord we thank you for the day that you've given us we thank you for the people in our lives we thank you for all the blessings you pour down in our lives we pray lord for your knowledge wisdom and understanding to be able to grasp the message that we're about to receive to put it to work into our own lives, and to be able to share this word with whoever needs to hear it. Help us, Lord, to bear the fruits of your Spirit in all that we do, and allow us to be a beacon of light for your love, kindness, grace, and mercy. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us today, and allow us to walk in your guidance in each and every step. Give us your discernment in all things, and help us to understand the truth behind today's message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So the first section of chapter 9 is titled, Saul's Conversion. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went out to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly, Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus, there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. This next section is called Saul in Damascus and Jerusalem. Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. At once, he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. All those who heard him were astonished and asked, Isn't he the man who raised havoc in Jerusalem among those who call on this name? And hasn't he come here to take them as prisoners to the chief priests? Yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. After many days had gone by, there was a conspiracy among the Jews to kill him. But Saul learned of their plan. Day and night they kept close watch on the city gates in order to kill him, but his followers took him by night and lowered him in a basket through an opening in the wall. When he came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, not believing that he really was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. He told them how Saul on his journey had seen the Lord and that the Lord had spoken to him and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus. So Saul stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. He talked and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they tried to kill him. When the believers learned of this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. Then, the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. This next section is called Ananias and Dorcas. As Peter traveled about the country, he went to visit the Lord's people who lived in Lydda. There, he found a man named Ananias who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. Aeneas, Peter said to him, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your mat. Immediately, Aeneas got up. All those who lived in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. In Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha. In Greek, her name is Dorcas. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in the upstairs room. Lida was near Joppa, so when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lida, they sent two men to him and urged him, Please come at once. Peter went with them, and when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him crying and showing him the robes and other clothes that Duakas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. So that is the end of chapter 9. Saul is a good example of anybody being able to receive the Holy Spirit once they learn who God is and he forgives them for their sins and protects them from whatever comes against them. He gives them a task and they, they do it because... They understand now that God is the purpose for living here. We are to spread his gospel. And once we are filled with the Holy Spirit, as Saul and Peter were, we can do great things. We don't have to minimize what God can do for us. In prayer, I feel like a lot of us are nervous or scared to ask for big things. So we ask for little things like, please Help me figure out how to pay rent instead of please help heal this person that I came across that has cancer or help this person that is dealing with some very evil spirits in their life. When we come to God and we pray so minimalistically, we are not praying to him boldly. And that tells God that we don't believe in him that we don't believe he can accomplish the big things that we need to ask for. He knows that you need to ask for them, but he wants you to ask for them. I hope that this message reached whoever it needed to. I hope you guys enjoyed this message, and that is all the time that I have. So, till next time.